Hey there everyone, it's Mike here, otherwise known as the Gadget Addicts, and welcome to December's Crucible Chat Podcast. Yes, this is the monthly aggregation of all the Crucible Chats I've done in the previous month, and this was December 2015. So this time I have got for you, ooh, four cracking Crucible Chats here. What I have for you is my Black Friday dissemination, then I have the Random Act of Kindness, Pester Power and the Art of Gouging, and the... in. Incredible moment where I was accused of doing sub for sub on YouTube. My god, can you believe all, all these random topics that I'm discussing? It's so fantastic. And this should be my last creative output for 2015. But come back on the 1st of January and you can check out a very big, very special start of 2016 uh, Crucible Chat. I did one last year. It was a real big success. It'll be a huge one. It'll be about an hour long because it's a conversation with me and a few of the YouTubers. And it's just going to be so, so, so much fun. Uh, but if you like this, please do make sure you hit the subscribe button on, on the podcast here on podcasting app on iTunes. Uh, you can also head over to the SoundCloud and you can subscribe there. Follow it on the RSS feed. And if you like it, please do go check out my YouTube channel, www.youtube.com forward slash The Gadget Addict. That's www.youtube.com forward slash The Gadget Addict. But anyway, enough from me. Let's get into it. See you later. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Crucible Chat. Yes, it's Saturday. It's that time of the week where I get to talk about whatever the hell it is I want. My name is Mike, otherwise known as the Gadget Addicts. And before we want to get started, before we're going to get started, rather, I want to give a big shout out to Lady Azabat's Adventures. She's a YouTuber, been a good friend of mine for a long time, and she's an awesome YouTuber, and she's nearly 200 subscribers. So if you're all feeling fine and dandy and you love a, a little bit of a quirky Let's Play channel from someone who is so British, you could chop her in half and just have Brighton Rock written through the middle. By all means, go down to the description, look for her channel link, it is in there, and go check her out and give her a, su- give her a sub. Anyway, now that that's done, I just want to show some love to one of my friends there. Now that that's done, I want to get down to business. So, what are we talking about this week? Well, Black Friday, of course we're talking about that one. Now, yes, it, it is the, it's, well, it's the last Saturday when this goes out, it's the last Saturday in November, which means yesterday was uh, Black Friday. I'm going to get myself really confused because I'm recording this on the Thursday before Black Friday because of time constraints. Yes, Black Friday is upon us once again, and it is that time of the year where people get to go fucking ballistic in supermarkets for the tiniest of discounts on things in the lead up to Christmas. And I don't know what happened with 2015's... um, with 2015's Black Friday because, well, obviously it hasn't happened yet in my time. But I remember what happened last year. I remember people going ballistic in supermarkets, tearing fucking displays apart to try and get at like TVs that are 100 quid off or tearing apart other people to try and get... Like people having fistfights over iPads. I mean, when, what comes? what does your life come to when you're having a fistfight over a piece of metal and glass? Really, I mean, I get, I get the whole idea that you know it's coming up to Christmas, the excitement's building, and people are looking for a bargain, you know, trying to make their money go as far as the as far as they can, and that's great. But having a punch up in fucking Tesco because someone grabbed the last, I don't know, fucking children's toy that is popular, I don't know, Furby, are they popular? I don't know, but, you know, grab the last children's toy that's been reduced at an obscene rate. Why would you get into a fight over that? I mean, I thought this was 
I didn't think this was a thing anymore in the days of kind of online retailing, you know, that people would, like, raid shops this close to Christmas and just, like, tear at each other. I mean, bear in mind that I still think Jingle All The Way is one of the best send-ups of Christmas ever. (laughs) But the other thing that's actually really pissed me off about Black Friday is not the actual concept itself. The concept, I get. It's It's like a sale just on the payday before Christmas. Great, fantastic, wonderful. What's driving me mad is that I have had, it must have been about 200 emails this week from various retailers that I've bought from, you know, online like Amazon Game, places like that. All week going, hey, Black Friday sales. It's fucking Tuesday, mind. Not Friday. Hey, it's Black Friday week. No, that is not a thing, Amazon. You you can't do that. <laughs> you can't say it's Black Friday week. No, Friday week means a week on Friday. So don't pull that shit on me. Don't give me this shit. Don't try and make this Black Friday sale phenomenon. This come over from the States. I know it was you, America. I know it was your thing because it's the day after Thanksgiving every time and people go mad for it. But... Don't make it into a whole fucking week. And then beyond that, don't put things behind timed paywalls. It's like, hey, you know, uh, we're going to sell, I don't know, this toothbrush, this electric toothbrush. It's normally £200. We're going to sell it for £95. Oh, but if you're not a Prime customer, you've got you've got to wait an extra half an hour to get it. Within half an hour, it might be fucking gone, and I'm not paying £79 to run that risk. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I love Christmas, and I love shopping for Christmas. I actually do like Christmas shopping, mostly because I do it from my office chair and <laughs> just order it all online. But this whole Black Friday concept, it just it drives me mad because I think it, things are discounted, yeah, but there is such a f- very small amount of things that are discounted to the point where it would actually be worth going out at 5 o'clock in the morning to get an early bird deal at, at Air Tesco. And, I mean, it's been out in the papers before saying that Throughout the year, sales have actually sold things for cheaper in the summer. But it's this artificial hype around Black Friday and all the advertising that make people think they're actually getting a good deal. And yeah, it drives me mad. Anyway, let me know what you think on this one. Um, I know it's been a bit of a shorter one today, but hey, something that I just needed to get off my chest. Anyway, let me know in the comments what you thought about this. If you enjoyed this, please do leave a like and subscribe, and come back next time for more Crucible Chat. For now, though, thank you for watching, and good night. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Crucible Chat. Yes, it's Saturday, it's that time of the week where I get to talk about whatever the fuck it is I want. My name is Mike, otherwise known as the Gadget Addicts, and in the background, you can see another personal best in hardcore TDM on uh, Black Ops 3. I don't know why I seem to be really good at this mode. Um, you'll see a few dodgy deaths like that one, but um, I get a massive streak going in the middle, and I felt so good at the end of this match. Anyway, what I wanted to talk about is actually kind of related to feeling good. But it is that, well, I was doing a bit of Christmas shopping last night. We were, me and Emma were at the Metro Centre. We were just, you know, mildly wandering around. We had some stuff to collect. We ended up going into some shops and buying some things. It was a rather nice evening. Save for people. Yes, just people in general, because 
there seems to be this strange thing that's happening to society at the minute where no one seems to actually notice that there are other people around them. You've all experienced this, you know, you're out in, you're out in the shops, be it doing your weekly food shop or you're out Christmas shopping or whatever, and you walk around and there's someone in front of you who is walking slower than a glacier and completely oblivious to what's around them, completely unaware of their space and completely unaware of people who need to get past them or people who need to move around but that's not even the worst thing it's rude people rude people drive me insane because you know what manners cost nothing and i've worked in in enough places and i've worked in customer service and i've encountered the worst of rude people i've encountered people screaming down the phone at me because they can't get facebook on their phone and shit like that and people seem to have lost manners it drives me mad because I like to think that I'm a well-mannered person. You know, if I'm if I'm going going through a door, I'll hold a door open for someone else to get through as well. I won't just barge through. You know, if I bump into somebody, oh, oh, I'm so sorry, and I'll move on. But no, people barge into you and they just give you a fucking black look. People just push in front of you in queues. I mean, I've been I was buying cigarettes the other day in Tesco, which is near my work. And I was waiting in the queue very patiently. Bear in mind, I hadn't had any cigarettes that day, so I was starting to get a little bit unraveled around the edges. But I was waiting patiently in queue, and when it came to my turn, someone just walked in from the other side and took my place and then proceeded to buy, like, 400 quid's worth of lottery scratch cards, which took ages to put through, and it was the only kiosk in the place. I was about to kill that person. But... When people, when I talk about manners as well, I, I like people to just appreciate other human beings. And then that goes on to another thing that I think people seem to forget these days, that this world is a horrible, harsh, deadly world. And the random act of kindness doesn't seem to be a thing anymore. Like, I was always, again, brought up to help people. And I like helping people. Just the other day, another day where I was I was buying cigarettes, the person in front of me, she'd lost her wallet, and she couldn't get, um, I think she was buying a drink for a little kid, and she lost her wallet, and she was stressing, and she was upset, and I just stepped in and says, hey, look, it's a quid, I'll buy it for you. And I bought this bottle of pop, the mother gave it to her child, and she was very thankful and walked out. And it's just a random act of kindness that probably helped her day out a lot. Um, the other thing I've done in the past is when I've seen old people struggling with shopping bags and I'm going the same direction, I've offered to carry them or help them to a taxi. Stuff like that. I don't understand why people are so selfish these days that people seem to just ignore the world around them and do their best to just live in their own little bubble when at the end of the day we're all human beings, we're all on this planet together and we're all here to exist together. And... People just seem to forget that other human beings aren't as fortunate. Like, you guys, my YouTube subscribers, my viewers, you guys are wonderful. Because when I told you about the struggles I was having with depression, all of a sudden everybody came out and says, Oh, well, fantastic. I, I suffer from depression. I've been through this. I've been through that. And people sharing their experiences with me helped me immensely. And part of me trying to be better in my own head is trying to get that feeling back. And what I like to do is I like to go out and I like to be helpful to people in any way, shape or form I can, be it helping people on the internet, like talking to people or helping people out in real life that I see in the streets who are might be struggling with something or might be a bit annoyed with something. Um, 
like a few years ago, the snow was really bad around where I lived. And in my street, everybody got snowed in because it wasn't a street that would get gritted or swept. And there was one morning before work, I must have pushed out about five people in the streets, helped them get their cars out so they could get off to work. But when I was struggling, I had to do it by myself. Or rather, I had to rope Ember in. You know, the neighbours were very happy to take my help, but weren't willing to give it back in return. And I don't help people to get help back in return, but it's just, it's a nice thing to do. You know, you do your best to try and be a good person, and you hope that people would be a good person back, and people would help you back. So I want to start something here. I want people to do a random act of kindness in the next week. I want everybody to, everybody watches the video, if you can, I'm not saying, like, buy something for somebody randomly, but, you know, some something random. Even if it's walking up to some stressed-looking person at work and going, are you okay? Do you want to talk? Or, hell, if you... <laughs> If you're so inclined, if you see if you see a nice looking girl or boy or anyone of anyone you might be attracted to, just walk up to them and say you're beautiful and walk off, and that's all you need to do. You know, just be nice to somebody and do it from a place of selflessness. You know, don't do it in the hope of getting something back. Just do it. Be nice to somebody because I tell you what, it is a really fucking great feeling when you are just randomly nice to somebody without any expectations in return. That's the best thing that you can do in this world because if you turn on the news, you turn on the TV, the whole world seems to be falling apart. It's not, but it seems to be. You've got fucking wars going on in the Middle East. You've got people shooting the shit out of each other. And yeah, just be nice to somebody. Be a nice person. Be a good person. And especially if if you're having a bad day, if you're having a bad day, Go out and just be, just do something nice for somebody. It doesn't have to be big. It can be something very tiny. It can be even just a hello in the street. How are you doing? Just try it. Believe me, it'll make you feel great. Anyway, that's about all I've got for you here. This gameplay is winding up. Actually, to be fair, the gameplay, I don't know what happened. Like th- half of the other team just dropped out of the lobby, which is why this last couple of minutes I've been running around kind of looking for someone to shoot and failing miserably. Uh, but I did want to get to like the end of the gameplay to show you the uh, the leaderboard because I was just very, very happy with this. Because again, I came top of the leaderboard and I came top of the winner's circle. There we go. So we go 75 for 50. I didn't get the winning winning I didn't get the winning kill cam like last time. And to be fair, last time's was awesome because that was a random grenade that did it. Um If you want to run this class in hardcore, it's a pretty good one to use. I'm using the HVK30 and uh, Sixth Sense and a Tracker Perk, and it's really helpful. So there you go, top of, the, top of the winner's circle, and I went 20 for 12. So anyway, thank you for watching. I'm going to leave this here for now. Um, please do let me know in the comments below what you do, what you managed to achieve, or what you think of my idea of just trying to be nice to people. And come back next week for more Crucible Chat. For now, though, thank you for watching, and good night. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Crucible Chart. Yes, it's Saturday. It's that time of the week where I get to talk about whatever the fuck it is I want. My name is Mike, otherwise known as the Gadget Addicts. And before I get started, I want to thank everybody for their patience with me this week. 
in case you know, I decided to take a couple of days off making videos because I was a bit burnt out. But then it turns out I got sick anyway, and you can hear that in my voice. Uh, so you won't be seeing a doom tomorrow because, well, basically my throat is fucked. And I only managed to talk for about 10 minutes before I devolve into fits of coughing. Anyway, on to it. Um, what I want to talk about this week is pester power and the art of gouging. Because I know I know I talk about value for money a lot on the on the Crucible chat, and it is a big thing for me because you know I have limited funds for gaming. But I've no there's a few things this week that I've noticed that have really kind of gotten on my nerves. First of all, if you remember a couple of weeks ago, I talked about the Curse of the Collector and the trepidation about the Dark Souls Three Prestige Edition, which was the one which had the massive statue and then the smaller statue and all that jazz. Well, I wanted that. I needed that. I was going to die if I didn't get it. And I won't be getting it because it went on sale yesterday and within an hour um, all the pre-orders were taken on Amazon. And at first I was very annoyed by this. But then I read a news article and I saw the price of it. And it was £300. Now, to put it into context, the collector's edition, so the Red Knight collector's edition, comes with a, red, a 25cm Red Knight statue, uh, steelbook, I think iron-on patches, soundtrack cloth map, presentation box, and a few other goodies. Uh, that is $99.99. And the Prestige Edition, you get all that, plus an art book and a bigger statue as well. I, that To me, that's not worth an extra £200. I'm sorry, if it if the whole package together was £200, or maybe even £250, I would have thought, okay, maybe. But not £300. I mean, fuck, I, I can buy a PC for that. I can buy an Xbox One for that. You know, it, there's so much you can buy for £300 and for the sake of a statue. But looking at that, looking at that, it got me thinking, like, publishers can charge what they want now because people are willing to pay for it. The other thing that I spotted that really knocked me out was, so everyone's seen about Lego Dimensions. Yeah, Lego's take on the um, the whole toys-to-game thing that Skylander started and Disney Infinity carried on. You know, it's a standard Lego game, but it crosses a few different IPs, and you can buy, like, the expansion characters and play sets to like, get extra levels and shit, or extra dialogues and characters. Now, I wanted to buy... I don't want to buy Lego Dimensions, because, to be honest, I mean, much as I love the Lego games, again, I'm a little burnt out on them. Lego Jurassic World was a massive disappointment, so I'm standing back on that one for a little while. But... I wanted to buy the Doctor Who expansion because you got a little TARDIS and you got the 12th Doctor, so you got the Peter Capaldi Doctor and you got, I think it's a little, I think it's K9 or a Dalek or maybe it's both and just you can change them. But yeah, so it was just these three little things that I wanted basically and I was, I was just going to have like display them because I like Doctor Who and I like Lego and it works out nicely to me. And I was in, where was I? I think I was in Asda or something like that. And I saw that they had a load of these for sale. So I went over and looked at the price. And for basically one minifig and two little, I mean, they're small as well. They're little things to build. It was £30. 30 three zero. Now, to put that into context, I can go to the Lego store. and buy, Yes, the Lego store, which is an amazing place. I can go to the Lego store and buy the... Lego Doctor Who TARDIS kit, which is like a full playset of the inside of the TARDIS. Uh, you get two Doctors, uh, Weeping Angels, some Daleks, I think you get Clara Oswald. Basically, you get a lot of stuff, and that's 60 quid. So, for the sake of an extra £30, you get a whole fucking playset. 
Whereas with this Lego Dimensions shit, it's £30 just to get three tiny figures. And I'm sorry, but that, to me, does not constitute value for money. And I know you get them with the little RFID reader chips to put them on the platform for LEGO Dimensions, but that still shouldn't then equate to what should really only be about £15. £15, I would have been happy. I would have bought that there and then. And it it gets me to the point where this is why I don't agree with these Toys to Life games or whatever whatever the subgenre of them is called. The likes of Dimensions, Infinity, and Skylanders, because... Yeah, they all say that you can finish the game with just the the toys that you get in the starter pack, which is admirable. But I've I've watched a few playthroughs of LEGO Dimensions, and much as it looks fun, there is stuff that is quite blatantly locked out unless you buy the toys. And you can finish the story mode with the three characters that you get with the game, but you can't finish the game properly. Because I mean, with the LEGO LEGO games are the only games where I ever actually go out of my way to hundred percent them. Because they actually make it fun to collect through that. Now, to 100% LEGO Dimensions, you need to actually access every level and have at least one character from each of the various playsets. So with the game, you get Gandalf, Batman, and Wildstar from the LEGO movie. But with those characters, they don't between them, they'll have the skills to finish the game, but they don't have the skills to, say, unlock the stuff in the Scooby-Doo level. So you'll need Shaggy or Scooby to do that, or you need the Doctor to access a certain part of the Doctor Who level, and stuff like that. You know, you need to buy the characters. Basically, you need to buy one character from each IP that is involved with the game to actually finish it. And that in itself is pretty shitty. But when you work out on top of, like, you pay £90 for the game and its base station, and I I I think I worked it out when it was announced that to buy all the packs that came out on day one, you would have had to spend about £350. And they're still talking about releasing DLC and more stuff for it and more characters. There's like this phase, the waves of characters coming out for it. Uh, and stuff that like you wouldn't normally care about. Stuff like Lego Chima and stuff like that, which kids care about. I don't give a shit about that. And it's just... The problem is that when you get these toys, and I know it, it's very specific and very clever marketing, but when you... I'm marketing these things at kids. It's going to be, Daddy, 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 buy me this, buy me this. I can't finish the game without this. And it's just, it basically, the whole point is just to erode a credit card balance. You know, it's really cynical marketing. And it, it's actually really annoying because, like I said, I, I love the Lego games. And tell, uh, not Telltale, Traveler's Tales do a really good job with the games. They're always witty and funny and generally fun to play. But then you get this gouging from the uh, from the publisher going hey we're going to make a lego game but you're going to have to buy so much more to play it you know not content with releasing a fifth uh, like a game at 40 to 50 pound no no we want more of your money so we're going to get involved with lego and we're going to make a load of toys that yes you can play with in real life but they're going to cost you a small fucking fortune and of course with the run-up to christmas the advertising has gone ballistic for this shit i've lost count of the amount of Adverts I've seen for like console bundles with Dimensions or with Disney Infinity or with Skylanders. Because um, I think there's just been a Skylanders release for the Wii U, so I'm seeing adverts for that. And it's just, it's it seems to be never-ending. And it's one of these things I really feel, I feel for parents who have kids who like these games. Because it must, it must be a case of it's never-ending. It, it's got to be the same with the Amiibos for the Wii U. I mean, I've got a Wii U and I've got one Amiibo that came with it. 
I've no desire to buy any others. I've seen a couple of characters that I would want, but fuck me, I'm not paying the money for them. You know, I, I mean, I've got my collectibles and that, but Jesus fucking Christ, some of these things are costing a fortune. And the thing is, then they make them quite rare. So, like, especially with the Amiibos, it's things like, I think, what what was the rare one? There was I think it was like Samus Aran from Metroid. I think she was a really rare one or something like that. And they're going for fucking fortunes. I mean, the one I've got is the, um, the Pixel Mario from uh, Mario Maker. And that one came with my Wii U, and it's already I've already seen them going on eBay for like 50 quid. Because it's a rare thing, because it only came with a special edition of the game, which I happened to get when I bought my Wii U. So it's just like, what the fuck is going on here? So, yeah, I don't know, Pester Power... I don't believe... I don't think it should come into gaming. I think... Great, make games that are aimed at kids, but using these whole platform things and peripherals to then encourage you to buy these static little toys that only work with the game or the subsequent games that come out afterwards. It, for the benefit of them, I don't think it's worth it. And I think it's just, it's too cynical. I'd much rather have some decent kind of tie-in merchandise with a game that I can buy that is collectible rather than have to pay through the nose just to fucking 100% a game. So, yeah, that's all I've got for you today. I think I rambled on a little bit longer than I was expecting here, but I can feel my voice is about to go. Um, please let me know what you think in the comments below. Have you bought LEGO Dimensions? Have you bought Skylanders? How much have you spent on it? Give me rough estimates here. Is it a mortgage payment? Is it several mortgage payments? Um, and if you enjoyed this, please do make sure you leave a like. And sub- leave a like. And if you're new, please do subscribe. Anyway, I'm going to go and fill my throat with honey to try and stop myself from coughing again. Thank you for watching, and good night. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Crucible Chat. Yes, it's Saturday. It's that time of the week where I get to talk about whatever the fuck it is I want. My name is Mike, otherwise known as the Gadget Addicts, and in the background here we have some hardcore TDM on Redwood. It's a fairly scrappy one, actually. I die a lot in the first end of it, but I end up coming out positive, so yay. I had better gameplays, but for some reason my PlayStation didn't decide, uh, decided not to save them, even though I'd said save video clip. Anyway, uh, what I want to talk about today. So, I made a new friend this week. And by new friend, I mean arsehole that I can't stand. Uh, someone commented on the first of my Challenge Gadget uh, episodes. And he put, just put his little comment in there, saying something along the lines of, The sub for sub on your channel is obvious. Lol. And I'm like, what? And so we end up having a little bit of back and forth about this. And apparently, because that video only had 40 views but I had over a thousand subscribers. I must be sub for subbing. What? What the fuck kind of logic is that to come from? Now, I could put the comments up here. I could flame this guy all I want, but to be honest, I banned the fucker from my channel because he's just trolling for the sake of it. But it got me wanting to talk about the whole idea of sub for sub again and the fact that I will never fucking do it. Um, This guy, he has his own channel. He has about a thousand subscribers, gets about twice the views I do a month and there is a very specific reason why he gets what he gets because all of his videos are linked back to Steam communities and he builds mods for uh, space engineers or something like that so all of his videos are showing off the mods that you can play and he has links back to the Steam powered community thing 
So basically, a lot of his views are coming from a specific source for a specific reason. Now, my views come from a lot of different people for a lot of different reasons. Like we have people who come in, I have people who come in rather who uh, come in on a weekly basis for Crucible chat, and that's all they want to watch, and that's great. I love you guys. You're my regulars. Um, <laughs> we have I have people who just want to see the Bloodborne stuff, or who just want to see the Dark Souls stuff, or just want to see when I do a shooting game. You know that kind of thing. I I have a really wide fan base over a lot of different games because my channel caters for a lot of different games and a lot of my videos are slow burners as well i mean that video that he commented on had only been up for i think about 18 hours at that point and my videos tend to have it's a little burst of activity in the first 24 hours but then carry on growing over the space of a week two weeks three weeks however long i mean hell some of my batman episodes are still getting views and that was back in june and I know the old adage of that you shouldn't feed the trolls and he's just going to be a dick for the sake of it. But you know what? I've got a thick skin and people can say what they want about me, generally speaking, or my channel, or my videos. But to accuse me of doing sub for sub, nah, that is not on. That's where I draw the line because I try, I, I've built this channel through hard work. You know, someone comes up and says, oh man, your video is shit. Oh, God, I really like that video, but you sound like crap. You know, that kind of thing. People say that, fine, fair enough, whatever, fuck you, thank you very much, fuckity bye. But no, to come in and insinuate that I would do sub for sub is ridiculous, because I've talked against that concept so many times, and I think it's a reprehensible way of building a channel. Because at the end of the day, you're just wasting everybody's time. You're not going to get views. The people you're sub to, you're not going to watch them. So what the fuck is the point of doing it? Other than to boost this artificial number that says, hey, look how many subscribers I've got. Yeah, you've got 10,000 subscribers, but you've got 150 views, mate. It's not the way around. That's not the way it should fucking work. You know, it's all about the views on YouTube and the minutes watched and that kind of thing. Um, and I don't know. I don't, I don't get off where this guy thought. I mean, even if he is just trolling, which is pretty much what he was doing, but I don't get off. I don't get where he gets off thinking that that's an acceptable thing to say to a YouTuber who works really fucking hard. I mean, I do work really hard at what I do because I want to make the best videos for me. I want to make the best videos for you guys because if I'm making shitty videos, then no one's going to watch them anyway. So I want to do the best things I can. You know, I break my neck week in and week out to create excellent content or as good a content as I can manage because I like to put out good content. I don't like to game the system. I don't like to cheat. I don't like the idea of cheating, in fact. I, don't, I think there shouldn't be an easy way to grow on YouTube. The fact that it's hard is what makes it worth doing. Because when you do hit the milestones, when you do hit your 100, your 200, your 500, your 750, your 1,000, and beyond, it is such a great feeling when you, you, know, when you look on your um, dashboard and you get that subscriber numbers clicked up to where you want it to be, and it's just like, oh my god, I did it, I finally did it. So, yeah, it just... It's one of those things where, yeah, he was trolling, but he said, and I know he was trying to get a reaction, and clearly he said the, exactly the right thing to get a reaction from me. And like I say, I know I shouldn't feed the trolls, but you can't go around YouTube throwing about the idea that people are doing sub for sub just because th your idea of what views should be don't line up. I mean... <sighs> There are channels I see who have more subs than me, who get less views than me. But I'm not going to go around and say, hey, they must be sub for subbing. 
I know a few channels who used to sub for sub and who have stopped doing it now and are slowly kind of getting that views to subscriber ratio in the right direction. But since they stopped doing it, they become better YouTubers because they actually care about the videos that they make. I'm not going to name names because it's just it's not worth doing. So I guess the I guess what I want to kind of address with this really unrehearsed and unthought through ramble is that this guy was just out there to try and upset me, and he did. Because at the end of the day, saying something like that to me is something that will upset me. And it's something that will really fuck me off. However, it's also something that it leads very quickly to the old ban hammer. So yeah, that cunt's banned from my channel, and I'm sorry I dropped a C-bomb there, but to be fair, he deserved it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, I mean, I could go on and on about sub for sub, or just the kind of the random little tactics that the little kiddies use. He goes sub for sub, or like for like, or comment for comment, or view for view. Or you get these like communities on Reddit who go, hey, do you want some feedback on a video? Well, you can post it in this subreddit, but you've got to watch five other people's videos first and shit like that. It's just like, that's all artificial views. And it's not going to be conducive for growing your channel or growing your, subscri- growing your subscribers or consistent views. And here we go for the game winning kill. There it is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, that's all I had really to talk about today. Um, it was going to be my top, well, my best of 2015, but I thought, no, a, a bit of a ramble to end off the year, because it's going to be the last proper Crucible chat of the year. So, yes, let me know in the comments below what you think about this. If you want to go back and have a look at the first Challenge Gadget episode, and you can see what we, what the conversation went like. And... Um, if you're new, please do leave a like and subscribe. Hell, if you're old, leave a like. Uh, and come back next time for more Crucible Chat. For now, thank you for watching, and good night. So there we have it. Another year done, another year down. It's been a fantastic 2015, and I really hope everyone who listened to this, who checked out the Crucible Chat on a regular basis, I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas, and I wish you the happiest of New Year's, and I hope 2016 brings you everything that you could possibly want from it. All that remains to be said is now thank you for listening to to this collection of ramblings all the way through. And as I said at the beginning, if you did enjoy it, please do make sure you subscribe. Uh, You can leave a rating on iTunes as well. It will really help me out. And come back next month for the next Crucible Chat podcast collection. Anyway, thank you for listening. Good night.